I saw a TikTok the other day where it's like signs of a toxic friendship. And then one of the signs was gossip. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Every single one of my friendships are built on gossip. Sorry. Like, what else are we supposed to do? <laughs> Welcome to Burning Hell. Okay, guys, welcome to the scary depths of hell. I'm your host, Hannah Burner, and we are with no one other than Caitlin Riley. She's an actress, a comedian, and social media superstar who blew up. <laughs> I know, I, just, I like the, you know, three S's. Um, social media superstar blew up during quarantine. She is known for her viral TikToks that make fun of problematic people. This includes waspy moms, fitness influencers, the girl who got bu- who bullied you in high school, the coworker you hate on Zoom, and even the precocious child in a British rom-com because kids are assholes too. Thank you for coming, Caitlin. Oh my god, thank you. And thank you for mentioning that TikTok cuz my numbers are low. <laughs> I literally posted that this morning and I was like, I hate this video. I hate why I did this. I hate who I am. This isn't funny. I should delete it. <laughs> and then I had to get Get ready to see you. I really, well, you guys, I've never met Caitlin. I literally reached out to her people and I was like, I need this girl on my pod, something Isn't about it her. It's so obnoxious that we have people. Like, who do we think we are? Well, like, my people spoke to your people and apparently it's a real thing. Hey. This is what they do in the industry, as they say. I mean, you're that, you're, I'm a New York girl. You grew up in LA. Your dad was in the industry. You grew up around it. I did my research. I'm showing off right now. Wow. But, um, <laughs> Quarantine was epic for you, but I want to rewind. Yes. Where was your mental state before quarantine hit? What was your life like? Who was Caitlin? I think it was the lowest it's ever been. So Shut the fuck I, up. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I was a struggling actor for a long time. And it's so funny because although my dad was an actor, although he was on soaps, like I did not experience an ounce of nepotism. Mm-hmm. My dad was much older. His career has sort of ended and he was retired for a long time. So... When I graduated high school and was in theater school and then hustling after graduation, like I wasn't, I wasn't being like, I wasn't experiencing these crazy connections and these crazy opportunities of nepotism. Like I was doing comedy and it's just, it's, it's just so funny how the internet reacts to certain things and oh like they're like well this makes sense she went viral on tiktok because her dad was in soaps right yeah and it's like no my dad stopped working like 15 years ago and 15 (laughs) years ago i was like 14 (laughs) but like it's just it's just weird but yeah i know i i mean long story short like at the time of lockdown you know i've been like a struggling actor for years no one gave two shits about me and Mm -hmm. i was just always so depressed and i was so poor. I had no money. (laughs) I was working like two jobs. I was a nanny for a long time. And then I started being a personal assistant to this woman, like, you know, her dogs needed acupuncture and her, Mm -hmm. her dry cleaning needed to be picked up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I needed to get, uh, organic turkey slices for the dog. Like that was my life. And yeah. And the universe really testing you. That like this dog knows it's better than you and you have to serve the dog. And I got the wrong turkey slices too. (laughs) The dog was like, what the fuck is this? You know I do honey baked. Like how dare I get (laughs) store-bought turkey slices? But yeah, and I was also living with my mother at the time. And that was so much fun. Not. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. And it's just so, so lockdown happened and, you know, I was working from home quote unquote for this woman and it just like, wasn't working out. And then she had two assistants and we had to go on unemployment and I just, you know, was vibing for a second. And Mm -hmm. I was so, I had actually told myself January of 2020, I said, you know what? I'm actually going to shelf acting for a second. I'm so sick of being poor and sad. I'm going to explore my other passion, which is like interior design real estate, because I do find that really fascinating Mm -hmm. and worked at this job for two months. The lockdown happened. I was like, well, screw you guys. And then, um, I started, posting videos on TikTok. And I I guess the rest is history. I love that for so many reasons. Because I was going to ask you, at what point are you like, do I love acting that much? Like how many times did it cross your mind to be like, is the universe trying to tell me to stop? Like how much torture is one supposed to endure? Because then there's also people in your head 24 seven who are like, it's the people who hustle. Like you have to be able to take the rejection. And it's a thin line. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's, um, it's really tough. I feel like every actor and every comedian, every person in Los Angeles trying to do this, first of all, there's too many of us. Second of all, LA's oversaturated. And, and I, I grew up around it. My dad was a working actor. So you would think, you would think like, oh, she's, she's gonna bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom, fine. But that was not my case. And it's weird. It's like, it's the only thing that you want to do. It's the only thing that you're good at. I don't have any trade skills. Okay. (laughs) Like literally I can do this and I can organize a file cabinet and like, that's fucking it. So like, I didn't go to school. I didn't get a degree. Like I fully committed my life trajectory to being an actor, which is a one in a million shot chance. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, unfortunately is luck. So it's just like, it starts to mess with you. And then you, I, I feel like I've been there, but people start to get to places where they'll do like really strange, desperate things to like yeah. either create this life for themselves where it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually on set for a project that I'm excited for, but they're like filming in their friend's boyfriend's apartment. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. hundred percent on Instagram. It's like, I feel like people need to like really feel like they're doing something. Yeah. So you could live in that fake world to to have a couple people believe you, but deep down you're crying. Yeah. And so you sort of have to get real with yourself. And I was like, you know, I don't know. Part of me believes in the hoopla and like never give up. Right. Yeah. But then the other part of me is like, is this working out? It doesn't feel like it is. Let's get real. You know? So Mm -hmm. I was definitely at that point. Like it's very hard. No, I feel like these entrepreneurs on Instagram, they're like, if you fail, you got to fail fast or like keep failing and pushing through. And it's like, which one is it? Because I'm very confused. That's really easy to say when you have a BMW parked outside of your house. That your dad bought you. Did you go to a psychic or anything to tell you your future? I have been to so many psychics in my life. My psychic inside myself was tingling. No, literally. <laughs> First of all, I've been told by every psychic that I'm an empath. Same Z. Oh my god. <laughs> and they were up? like, you have you have powers, but you haven't found them yet. And I'm like, yeah, because I have too much of my own voices fucking with me right now. Mm-hmm. Once someone told me that, um, a psychic, they were like, you have abilities. So I went in a, a taxi and then I just stared at the guy to try to listen to his thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then I farted and got a low Uber rating because the place wow. smelled. So that was my story. I'm in so sorry psychicism. about that. 
What are your psychics telling you? Okay, so that's my dog. Sorry. Um, I've gone to many different psychics in my life. I don't anymore because part of me was like, I feel like I have a problem with it. It (laughs) It was like gambling for me. No, I'm serious. It was a problem. And I pulled a reality bites where I um, spent about $800 on CaliforniaPsychics.com using my mom's credit card. Shut the fuck up. When I was like 18. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So from a young age, you were susceptible to the psychics. From a young age, I was like, what do my guys need to tell me? (laughs) (laughs) Obsessed. I thought I was going to find the secret answer. You're like, my dead dog needs to talk to me. (laughs) Right. Totally. Or like, am I going to be famous? Yes or no? You know, with I just didn't. I wanted to go through every avenue that didn't include work or time. so was there any consistency in the messages you were getting from the psychics over the years of what your future was holding i I go back and forth with believing it now because i've been told so many wild things where i'm like that never happened Mm -hmm. but consistently i was told like don't worry you're gonna be fine and that was so, it was literally that vague, right? And it that. was like, what do you mean I'm going to be fine? If I don't have fine it- is the worst word ever, like fine. Right. No one's prayed to be fine. But also it's like, well, for me personally, I'm the kind of person where if I don't have A, B, and C happen in my life, I'm not going to be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I don't achieve this, I won't be fine. If I don't achieve, like I will you know, maybe be comfortable, have a family, be, you know, day to day fulfilled and happy. But if I don't achieve my dreams or, or what I really want in life, like it, that will, I will not be fine. Right. Same. Yeah. So it's interesting. And everything is a battle. I feel like right now I'm sort of experiencing a level and height of my career that I never thought I would. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought, and I don't, I don't think I'm famous or a star or anything like that, but I, I'm definitely experiencing. <laughs> you don't levels. have to dim your light, bitch. You've exploded and in such a short amount of time. And the psychics could not have known what TikTok was. So that's not their fault because it wasn't invented yet, probably. It's but like, not the psychic's fault. Honestly. It's not, it's not psychic's their fault. fault. This is our witness. Is this a psychic website or a psychic <laughs> podcast? <laughs> well, no, but I. I'm known to talk about psychics a lot. And I also am, I'm just very obsessed with what people do to cope with their hell. And like psychics have come up a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I think um, that has definitely been a thing. I used to do that a lot during breakups. Mm -hmm. Um, When I go through breakups, I'm sort of like, he's coming back. I just have to wear the right color and I have to pray and I have to put the, like, I'm insane. I'm an insane person. But what is annoying about some psychics is they're always like, they'll ask you some questions. And this is also what therapists do probably that like, you always know the answer. Like, I'll be like, should I break up with him? And they're like, well, the fact you're like you know and i'm like yeah. i know and they're like what it, what is your gut telling you and then eventually you'll say something and they're like you know and i'm like no but i wanted you to tell me because i don't yeah. trust myself yeah Breaking and i've been on my own for a while and it hasn't been going that great but you you go from this like you love your art i can just tell from talking to you that like it really is a passionate a passionate thing for you you weren't just like fucking around on tiktok one day and accidentally fell upon a funny video like you've studied right. this you do this did you ever envision yourself being social media famous? No, I actually hate social media. Oh, I love that for you. I actually, 
Someone's and I'm not, laughing like, up there. My story is very ironic, but I like I would have conversations with my best friend Sasha, who's also an actress, and she mm-hmm. would we would talk about like our careers aren't happening, this isn't working, and she's a comedian as well. She's a mm-hmm. stand-up comedian, but um. We would talk and she's like, Caitlin, you just, you got to play the social media game. You got to get those numbers up. Just post a bunch of videos on Instagram. Just do it. I was like, I refuse. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. I hate it. I hate social media. I'm going to do it the classic route. I'm going to do shows. I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. And now I have all these crazy social media numbers and I have done ad videos and I do get sent PR packages and I am now technically an influencer and I am every single day trying to fight against that because I'm not an influencer. I don't know what I, I, I actually don't know what I am, but I know what I'm not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you are a platform of exposure. I want to know, as the numbers have increased, has your happiness increased? Um, Unfortunately, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? I I think you wanted to hear no. No, no, no. I I was open to because I I kind of I think of it like the okay, I think of it like the lottery. Mm-hmm. where it's like they say when you first hit the lottery you're like really happy and then That's, you realize yes. that like after a certain amount of money it doesn't matter and then you're stuck with like your same self right so so now I have different anxieties and stresses that I didn't have before like <laughs> oh I haven't posted a video in 10 days I'm not relevant anymore. I'm not funny. Here, let me post a video. Oh, it didn't get a million views in 24 hours. I'm, I'm done. Failure. Right. Yeah. So it's this crate. And like, that's insane, crazy logic that doesn't make sense and sounds crazy out loud. But yes. to me, it's fully real. And I'm like, oh, I'm a meme. I do. I'm not going to have a long career. I literally I, like nobody cares anymore. I, the only people that like me are moms on Facebook that share like minion memes. Like I, like I am not interesting. So it's, it's a whole different thing of anxiety that happens yeah. now where it's like, yeah. wow, look at all of this stuff I've achieved and all these opportunities I have now. And I'm like literally doing what I love and making money doing it mm-hmm. in a respectable way, of course. But like, <laughs> I'm fucking pissed off about stuff. Like what's wrong with you? You know, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah, perspectives always changing. When you were doing comedy before TikTok, did you tend to go in that role of kind of mocking the problematic person or the waspy woman? Did you like to play kind of that bitch? Yeah. So I always, my characters were always things that I hated. Like I, I, I had, um, I had a show where one of my characters was like uh, the guy you dated in college. Like that was like, I did, I did like a whole monologue about it. And that's that, those are just the characters I've gravitated towards. But also I feel like a lot of other people do that too. I feel like most characters, most, you know, people on Instagram do front facing comedy and characters. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all people that you can't stand, whether it's yes. a celebrity impression or it's a type of character. I, I just feel like people resonated with the wasp mom thing because Karen's are so, uh, rampant now and that is basically me making fun of a Karen mm-hmm. you know I read somewhere that like 
your wasp is like a country club Karen, which is somehow worse than a normal Karen. Yeah, I feel like the normal Karen's like going to Walmart and yelling at everybody where the country club Karen is like really upset that you parked too close to her Mercedes. But she's trying really hard to be nice about it because she took etiquette classes in college. Like, yeah, but like the normal Karen, like she's a single mom. She has shit to worry about and she's taking it out on the wrong people. Right. But country cup Karen, the privilege is out of control. Um, and you are very good at it. Granted, you're very talented, but I also read that you like you've grown up in a world where you've been exposed to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in L.A. Um, so I was around a lot of these crazy personalities. I'm the youngest of my family. I'm the youngest of five. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, my parents would always just like, I was always around adults. And so I was also a very shy child and I would just like sit down and observe these crazy people. My family has a store on this street in LA where there's like a bunch of shops and there's a little community and stuff Mm -hmm. on Larchmont. And I I mean, I grew up on Larchmont, so. Oh, cool a lot of crazy insufferable (laughs) people in that part of town so you know I mean that's like where the the inspiration comes from for sure it's funny because I feel like a lot of my comedy I talk about things like definitely stuff I hate with dating but also stuff I hate about myself Mm -hmm. why do you think that you have gotten so good at like what you hate about other people and when are you going to hit on this stuff? Or is or is, are there, is there stuff that you hate about yourself too that you think is coming through? There's stuff I hate about myself that I've made into videos. Like the video of the girl who's trying to justify her tattoo. That is me. <laughs> I love that. 100% I love me. so much. Yeah. Because it's like, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Or the video of the girl taking notes in acting class. That is me. Yep. 100%. Like so yep. many of those videos are me. The girl who is talking about losing her virginity for the first time in like class that was me like hundred like i'm the i'm insufferable or you or what yourself well well also used to be it's funny because it's like you're still the same girl before you were famous who like is fucking annoyed at herself i hate i don't think i'm famous okay i uh, (laughs) i haven't been cast in anything shit i'm still waiting Well, we do have to say congratulations. You are going to be in an episode of General Hospital, which is... Yes, I am. Very fun. It's a tribute to your dad. And it's, I mean, big screen moment. We love that for you. It's very off-brand. But you know what? Your brand is always evolving. I love how I'm I'm your manager now. I know. It's so funny. Like, I mean, my dad had such a wild sense of humor. But when I when I first got the news that they wanted to have me involved, I didn't know how much my involvement was going to be. Right. But of course, I mean, it's for my dad. That's like my main focus. But my very first thought was, oh, my God, does this go against my brand? (laughs) Like, I'm such an asshole. Yeah. Like, it's not on brand for me to, like, want to do a tribute for my dad. Like, I love him. It's just so like, I just like, don't know. Um, no, but it was so much fun. And I mean, also, like, we haven't been able to have a memorial yet because of COVID. And, you know, 80% of my family is in Chicago. And obviously, they want to be there. So yeah, like it like basically filming all that, that episode all day was very much like a memorial for me. I don't I mean, I'm not I don't know, I, I think I can say some things. But basically, it's like, the episode yes. is a memorial to his character. Yes. And I play his daughter. 
and it was very uh, close to home and it was really intense and weird and it, but also nice at the same time. It was really weird, but also I had to like act the whole time. Like I like had tons of lines and like had to like oh be God. like do this character and be yeah, because you're probably having all these like really deep emotional feelings. Hell while yeah. Also being like, I need to show them I'm a good actress. <laughs> right. So it's like, okay, this is technically a professional job. Like I am an actor. I like I am here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can't fuck this up. But also like my dad died. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was really weird, but it was it was a good because it's so personal. But you're also doing your job, which is like your business, yeah. and it's not about your personal life. But it's all kind of meta in this moment. There's been so much sadness mm-hmm. with COVID and with all the darkness and stuff. Do you think that your videos have been therapeutic to you at all? Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I I feel like I finally was a, I, I was brave enough to create an outlet for myself because before COVID and everything I didn't um, I did some videos but not really I was just like really afraid of being judged and mm. I started doing TikToks so I was like no one I know is on there no one's gonna see this right that's why I started making videos because I was mm-hmm. like no one's gonna see these I'm You're like my working. friends are over eighteen. Yeah. Or like all, everyone I know is on Instagram. No one's on TikTok. I'm just going to be over here workshopping things. I don't care. Right. And for a while, I was so mad that I wasn't getting like views. Like, you know, when you first start out mm-hmm. on TikTok and it's, you know, no one cares yet. But yeah, no, it's definitely been incredibly therapeutic for me. I I cannot believe this happened in the way it happened to me at the time it happened. Like yeah. I owe the pandemic for my success, which is really weird. But at the same time, that doesn't change what's happened to everyone. Like what's happened to my family, me, like we're all fully traumatized. We all lost out on a lot of things. And also, I mean, my dad died during this time, you know, like we, when we said goodbye to him, we had to wear a hazmat suit. He didn't have COVID, but it's, you know, Mm -hmm. it was the times Mm -hmm. and precaution and just like, no one has spent time together for a year. It's, mm-hmm. it's so crazy. So yeah, I mean, I've had my, fi- I had a meltdown last night, fully had a fucking meltdown. Cause I'm just like, so much has happened. Yeah. You know? And so, it's also, yeah. you're going through like these highs, these lows, and then suddenly yeah. you use this word where like people care. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I've experienced that where like I've been doing podcasts for like four years and like suddenly people are like caring what I'm saying on them. Right. And it's like a double edged sword. When it's like people people care about you when you're still the same person you were four years ago. I mean, you've evolved a little, but yeah, what's interesting, I, I don't want to name drop, but the reason I'm name dropping is because I think she's really, really smart and interesting. I had a conversation with Rachel Bloom a few oh, wow. weeks ago. I'm obsessed and- with her. Yeah, she's I just like she and I were just like Gavin. Uh, <laughs> no, I was I was nope, uh, in I mean, the whole she's time. She's such a talent. Like she's incredible. She's incredible. But anyway, so we were talking about all of this stuff, and she was like, she was like, I think people have more anxiety with success and attention than they do with failure because failure is comfortable, but mm-hmm. success and attention is change, and change is really uncomfortable which I thought was super interesting. You're blowing my fucking mind, but it reminds me of like the Nelson Mandela quote where it's like a lot of people are scared of their light. 
like yeah. shining so it's yeah. like once your light starts to shine like you said brave because brave means like if you're gonna put yourself out there obviously people can think you suck but then you also could like reach your potential and that's fucking scary too oh yeah no i <laughs> i mean i i've had meetings with people i've had opportunities uh presented to me i have auditioned for things where i'm like have like full flop sweat panic attack and my first thought is no i don't no no thank you like i i can't handle it physically emotionally i feel like i'm gonna throw up mm-hmm. it's this fear thing but it's like wait a second like if i was talking to me five years ago like like where do i want to be you know what i mean like when is the time to finally like accept it and be like yes i can do this yes i want this i'm open yeah. to it you know especially when you spend especially as an actor so much of your life talking about the dream that sometimes like you lose touch with the reality of like what it actually is and what it means to be like a working actor and like people wanting your work and but also it's very up and down too I mean there is a lot of just like steady work involved it's not you know I don't believe the whole you know you strike gold somewhere in your career and then all of a sudden you're set like I'm not set like the no, like I don't like I could be. We don't have to go there. We don't have to. We don't have to go to well, dark no, places. But, but, but I mean, it's, it's true. It's like if for me, at least the way I approach it is like, no, I need to do work every day. I'm yeah. I'm not sad. I haven't booked anything huge other than what I've created for myself. Like I mm-hmm. like things could change on a dime. Who knows? I could get canceled. Yeah. I hope not. I don't think I will. (laughs) Well, it's funny that you're like navigating the talking about the problematic people, Mm -hmm. kind of like raising awareness on it. But you're also like in that space of people loving talking about the problematic things, which is like gives me anxiety. (laughs) It's it's weirdly cathartic. It's like I feel like they're kind of facing it head on. Yeah, there's like a weird catharsis in collectively complaining about shitty people, you know? Yeah. Like That's just, like how friends bond, being like, isn't this person the fucking worst? And you're like, oh my God, no one talks about it. And then it's yeah. like, right? It's a, call me a really uh, negative person. <laughs> I, saw, I saw TikTok the other day where it's like, signs of a toxic friendship. And then one of the signs was gossip. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Every single one of my friendships are built on gossip. Sorry, like what else are we supposed to do? <laughs> Come on. I have a whole friendship with these two girls who are we're obsessed with this food blogger who puts <laughs> zero effort into their shit. Like they just take the photo and so throw funny. it on. The it, it, the stuff looks disgusting, the light, they don't give a fuck. But like it's like popular and every now and then we just post it and we're like what does this food look like and it's created this beautiful friendship that i yeah. i'm so, it's benefited me in so many ways and brought me so much joy i'm all about it because i just feel like we live in a society where people are constantly acting a fool mm-hmm. and if you don't if, if for me if i like can't comment on that i will lose my mind like i ha- like it's like i'll literally be in bed at one o'clock in the morning like not being able to sleep on TikTok, commenting on strangers' TikTok videos, like you're an idiot, <laughs> like, <laughs> like such a loser. <laughs> so my question is, how? What's your brainstorming like? Like, what's your creativity to? Like, I'm I tweet. I've been tweeting for years, and oh, like I hate Twitter. It's well, yeah. I I don't go on Twitter. I literally go on, write my shit, and run. I'm like. 
I never like to force when I come up with funny tweets. A lot of time I'll come up with one and then I'll go on a binge and I'll have like a bunch and I won't go near it for two weeks. Right. It's hard to continually come up with, you know, the funniest shit. What yeah. is your creative process right now? Or like, cause you've done a shit ton of videos. Yeah. Um, what keeps it, you going? It's weird. It's I, for the last month I've been really, really busy and preoccupied with just life stuff, like mm-hmm. career stuff. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm thankfully busier than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have as much time to do like two videos a week, but then mm-hmm. part of me is like, well, I can't stop doing the videos mm-hmm. and I like doing the videos and that's what yeah. makes me gets my creative juices flowing. But then if mm-hmm. I stop the video, it's this constant anxiety of like, you know, it's sometimes I run into dry patches where I'm like, man, I can't think of anything. And I also yeah. don't want to put something out there that I've already done. Or yep. it's like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. Do you ever want to get off the like kind of pattern you have of doing those specific videos? Like you're ever afraid to post on TikTok a different type of thing? Uh, no, I feel like I, I try, I want to change up character sometimes. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. I feel like I've done like the annoying girl a lot. Like I want to yeah. do something else. Or like, I feel like I've done the boyfriend before I like, like yeah. what else could I do? Let's try and brainstorm different people. Right. Yeah. But like, I will never, uh, the one, one thing that is so fascinating to me and I, I have to articulate this somehow in like mm-hmm. a video, but it's, mm-hmm. People that go viral or become famous on social media for one specific thing, right? Whether it's comedy, whether it's a reality show, whether Mm -hmm. it's something Mm -hmm. and they get the numbers, they get this huge platform, it's happening, they get the blue check mark. And then all of a sudden they become a life coach. (laughs) Like all of a sudden they are preaching to me. They have written a book. They are telling me how to live my life. They are showing me what their breakfast looks like in the morning. Bitch, I didn't ask. Like, oh. Well, what, ha- it's, what happens is what you were talking what about. What is that? Brands start sending you shit. You become an influencer. People start asking you, like, first they're like, wait, what do you put on your face? I remember when this started happening to me. And I was like, Cetaphil? Like, I don't know. And then someone's like, oh, my God, like, I love that shirt. And next thing you know, it could get to your head. And you're like, oh, I'm a fashionista. When of it's course. like, no one needs that information from you. Right. Stay in your lane. And then people are like, I make jokes, dick jokes. And people are like, Hannah, like I'm having trouble in the bedroom. And next thing you know, you can let yourself go there. And, and you know, next thing you know, you're giving sex advice. <laughs> that is hilarious. Then, so it's, it, I can see how people get there. Th- this is making me laugh because when you did your YouTuber giving an apology. Uh-huh. It's, I mean, in the first your your videos are so good because in the first two seconds you nail it like it's not just you being an actress but as someone i used to um produce videos for betches where i would do like their 30 minute uh videos and it was all about like within the first four seconds you have to grab them with something that's pretty funny but obviously not the button of the joke Mm -hmm. and then like have enough of a twist at the end that like they don't they don't end it being like, well, I wasted the last 30 seconds. Right. And you, you're, you've really, like, your writing is really great. And that was just me complimenting you, oh, um, you. through the darkness of this pod. <laughs> I feel like this pod isn't dark enough. Let's, would you want me to, what do you, oh, do I'll you get want? there. I love okay. this. I'll get there. Don't worry. What's your biggest physical insecurity? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Shut up. What are you talking about? I think I gained a little a little cushion in in a quarantine. You know, mm-hmm. I was in Texas with my boyfriend for a minute and it was just mm-hmm. like tacos, sure. 
not oh. moving great yeah, yeah i don't move anymore i don't walk around mexican um, every day became socially acceptable yeah and also just like sweatpants like just clothes that stretch mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i feel like a little insecure about parts of my body that i've never felt insecure about so mm. that's weird mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think generally the thing I am most insecure about right now generally is my teeth Mm -hmm. and my thighs. Why are you insecure about your teeth? Because I feel like I have big teeth. They have gotten a little more crooked now Mm -hmm. since I got my braces 27,000 years ago. Same. And um, there have been a couple comments on the internet where it's like, wow, her entire personality is her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that's a, that's your next video. Someone yeah. who thinks their white teeth are their personality. Yeah. I love that. Um, it's funny I asked you that because I knew you're gonna I knew you're gonna say that, especially in like the reality TV world, the amount of people who have their first season and then they come back looking like a whole different person because right. you, you're it's not like yeah, like you're filmed in so many angles that like you are not in control of because they're not like actual scenes. So how does that you s- work? How does that like are well, you- summer house? We have hidden cameras, so we have hidden cameras and normal cameras. Okay, so, so I have not. It is all over I know the place. who you are, obviously, but I oh, have thank not. You. I've I have seen maybe like one episode of Summer House, so I don't I don't know much of Summer House. I thought it was like Southern Charm. It same network, okay. and we love Southern Charm. Ours is like that, but like we live together and we are l- way less Southern <laughs> and charming. <laughs> but, so, but so is the premise like, do you, pre- do you guys know each other before? Yeah. So the premise is a bunch of New Yorkers who like work really hard during the week and then go to the Hamptons on the weekend to have fun in the summer. However, during the pandemic, we couldn't work and I had started my stand up tour for the first time and I was three shows into it i was in i did dynasty typewriter in la i did uh-huh. Cobb's comedy club in san francisco on march 9th and shit hit the fan i finally <laughs> so then we were stuck in a house for six weeks i was just like podcasting from my bed the whole time mm-hmm. and it was a fucking nightmare um but anyway so the sh- the show has been an interesting experience in terms of like people being able to judge you <laughs> whole I literally life. that is what I'm doing for the rest of the day I'm watching Summer House start on season three okay I'm gonna start on season three I'm, yeah, I recommend. I'm so excited I want to be on <laughs> Summer House literally one of my life goals is to either be a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race or to be like somehow quickly featured in an episode of uh, a reality show that I love I could like possibly... where I, get, I get the name tag like Caitlin, yeah. chef's friend, or like something. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my dream. If you like Southern Charm, you'll love you'll love Summer House. I love Southern Charm. Okay, awesome. Um, and we love the Southern Charm boys. Um, also, how is your love life? Because it sounds like you have a boy toy. What's going on there? I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, we just moved in together. Congratulations. Thank you so much. He has <laughs> not left yet, but I did have a meltdown <laughs> last night, so he might. Doesn't that suck when you have your own career meltdowns that they the guy normally wouldn't see? I mean, I don't know what it was about, but like my own life, if I wasn't living with him, he wouldn't see. But then he does have to see, and I'm like, no, this is that wasn't meant for you. I have my own meltdowns for you. Yeah, it's weird. It's like my meltdown was like half life, half grieving, half career, half Mm -hmm. the stress of the last month. Like it was like everything. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I, instead of, instead of, uh, you know, dealing with my feelings, <laughs> I just decided <laughs> to pick a fight. <laughs> oh my God. So he's going to hate that I said this on a podcast. No, it's, it's hilarious. Only it's yeah, no, she's saying that you're an angel and you she's the devil and <laughs> she needed to lash out. I totally right. get it. Also, side note from before, I'm on Invisalign because I had the same experience. Where are my- you saying that because you think my teeth are crooked? Not at all, because okay. my teeth are not crooked. I had like a little bit of an overbite and my bottom teeth started to shift. And I was like during quarantine. Yeah, I have that here. Yeah, your teeth are beautiful, fine. But like in your head, if you're like, oh, I want something, but I don't want to do braces. I love myself some Invisalign. I'm almost done. It doesn't okay. hurt. I take it off for like podcasts. But anyway, here we are on this journey. So how has your relationship changed since you've gotten all this social media action like are you on your phone way more like what's going on because you have a different life experience now with this new platform yeah so i mean he's super super crazy supportive um and you know like when i love that for him didn't have i know what a journey um but when i was really (laughs) struggling and, and trying to like make things work like he was paying for my acting classes and like my improv classes because I could not afford them. So he's like crazy fucking supportive um, and was always just like, you're great. Um, so he's believed like, in you yes. since day one. But also, so I guess now, like I'm definitely on my phone a lot and that's probably mm-hmm. super annoying. Um, <laughs> and he's like, you're on your phone a lot. I'm like, yeah, I know. But it's it's like, it's a kind of my job now. Yeah in yeah. a way like i'm i'm just i'm constantly looking at things or looking at numbers i try not to because that's not part of it that's not what this is that's not what the focus should be but yeah it happens sometimes um when i'm feeling like insecure where i'm like oh i don't think this video is funny and i feel like the numbers are yeah. low and Ooh, well you also want to be like um strategic in a way to be like okay well this hit better this did better um but also not let it like directly affect your mood in a way like detach yeah but also I was talking, like yeah. he always tells me like don't think about the numbers just think about what you want to do that you think is funny which is he's true. so right he's because so fucking right like if it like, made you laugh you're sticking to your right and like yourself. comedy and art and performance isn't fucking numbers like so why am i going to worry about that you know. I like him. He's wise. I also, I have this new therapist I've been talking to. Thank you. I, it was hard to I find. I desperately need to get a therapist, not because I'm crazy, but because I just want someone to li- let no, me. No, no, no. Everyone needs to have a therapist. Yes. I have a bad, I have a bad habit of like when things start going well, I'm like, bitch, we're good. Like, mm-hmm. you, I don't need you. And then I wait till things are like really low and dark. And then I'm like, ah, and they're like, we can't right. cover this in an hour. Right. Real quick. I do think I feel so annoying because, you know, when you're in comedy and people are like, you should make that a bit. But as we're just talking naturally, I love that whenever it's like the girl who says she's listening to the conversation, but she's on her phone. Like when she's like, oh, no, yeah, I'm totally listening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, obviously. And says that she's not on her phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like she's like, I've been on a cleanse of my phone. Like I've literally. Yeah, I'm not. I know I'm not. I'm checking something really quick and just nonstop. And then the girl who starts the fight with her boyfriend, pretend that he he started it. Yeah, so basically me. <laughs> the videos oh of me. Oh my god. Sure. Okay, so we are going to wrap this up with one final game. 
Okay, um, I love games. Yeah, this is going to be fun. There's there's no winning or losing. So this is just um, a journey we're going to go on. It's called The Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. What are you greedy about? I want to say something like bad. Do it. Praise. That's not bad at all. I've like, heard so I, much worse. Like if I, if it's like about my art or my comedy and someone's complimenting me, I'm like, I could hear more if you have any more details about my, how much you liked it. But you know, some people are really <laughs> uncomfortable. Some people are so uncomfortable with compliments. So that's- Which I am, but, but I am. But I, it, I think it's because I need to hear more to finally have it set in. Yeah, girl like, who pre- pretends she hates compliments but really wants more. That's <laughs> No, but it's like- like, so for example, like if I did an improv show that I thought I was shitty in and my boyfriend yeah. goes, you were really funny. And I'm like, okay, but like, how was I funny and where? Like, wh- like what parts were the funniest? Because yeah. I don't like, I kind of feel like I need it to be fully dissected. And, and so- guys are so bad at that. They don't do any details. It's like when my friend goes on a date, they tell me every little thing and every, like every nuance. And then a guy's like, yeah, it was fun. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, this- cool. yeah, she was not. I mean, she was hot for sure. She was hot. hot. Yeah, yeah she's cool. cool. We, we we talked. She's from Orange County. It was like good chat. Like it was yeah. like like we left. We left a lot. That does not bring me any joy. I want to no. know the fucking details, and I want to know all the shit talking. Who are you envious of? Oh, oh my god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am envious of. <laughs> I'm envious of anyone who doesn't worry about the future mm. because I constantly worry about the future, whether it's for me, for the world, for the people I love, like yep. I'm a warrior and I'm trying yeah. really hard not to be. Yeah. And I do think that no matter how successful or how much money you have or how happy you are, you can always worry about the future. And that's why happiness is not based on those materialistic things. Exactly. And that is why I I'm writing a life coach book now because I did three seasons of reality TV. Are you really? No. (laughs) I was about to say like, yes. (laughs) You know, in LA, who knows? But I do have to say what I've manifested for you is you are going to have a sketch show. You are. Thank you. You are. Or some Apparently sketch is a really hard sell these days, they tell me. Oh my God. Like. But that's okay. Whatever. Honestly, if, if it was like, hey, you're going to be on the new Barney re- reboot and you're just going to do the animatronic physical action of Barney, but in a suit, I'd be like, fine. <laughs> Am I working? Cool. Like, I don't care. <laughs> but there must be like a sense of control now that your life is not just based on a bunch of people um, who aren't even raising their head up when you're in an audition. I mean... Yes and no. I'm. I, there's still work involved. I'm still. Yeah. I'm still auditioning and getting rejected. I'm yeah. still. You know, feeling like, ooh, I'm out of my element. I'm still very much like. That's why I tell people like, a a lot of this is internet numbers. I mean, and I know it technically means something. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm at this place that I'm at now with this platform, but like, mm-hmm. I'm still. It, it's still a hustle for sure. It's just a different oh, yeah. kind of hustle, I would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And it is important also to remember how the internet is different, especially when the internet gets dark on you. 
that like that yeah. also is not reality. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and also it's like, don't just just because you have a blue check mark next to your name doesn't mean you have to stop working at what you oh, want. A, you know, a bazillion, a bazillion percent. Yeah. My my therapist also told me how like it is really kind of like a drug of like the high of checking and seeing a video blow up, and then it's a drug, yeah, and it's like, true. and then the low is also a drug to be like, okay, when's the next high? So it's right. yeah, like your boyfriend is quite wise to be like you can't let your happiness be based on numbers because that is so out of your control but you can control enjoying the work you do yeah it's a crazy thing to have affect you and I was going through that for a minute like I like it would almost ruin my day if I was like oh I feel like a video isn't hitting right now like oh my god that's crazy that's Mm -hmm. crazy Mm -hmm. you know that's when you go oh, fucking TikTok algorithm. Just blame the algorithm. I know. Like whenever someone has a video that just isn't funny, they're like, the algorithm's crazy. It's like, no, <laughs> it's just not funny, Michelle. <laughs> like, and I sometimes I just need to tell myself that. Like, Caitlin, it just wasn't that funny. No one just no one really cares right now. It wasn't funny, girl. It's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Move on. It's the like it's it's so the algorithm, the algorithm it does not exist. <laughs> It's like, also, the algorithm pushes some fucking non-funny shit too. So it's like, don't the algorithm does not like coming for anyone specific. Everyone, calm down. Um, the algorithm right. does what it wants. Yeah. What are you gluttonous about? So what do you overindulge in? Um, probably nicotine. I vape. Okay. Yeah. I have this guy right here. So um, I do it when I'm stressed or when I'm anxious, which mm-hmm. is a lot. So yeah. It's definitely something I want to quit. I hate feeling tethered to something and I'm definitely tethered to that. Yeah. For sure. And I yeah. hate it. And I feel like a lot of people during quarantine discovered the vape. Yeah. I've it's never... not weed. It's just, it's, it's. No, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's nicotine. Yeah. I've never touched it because I don't trust myself. Like, I, I'm just like, I won't, I can't go there. Yeah. I have an addictive personality, but thankfully I'm terrified of drugs. Same. So I just get addicted with other things like movies or like nicotine or like mm-hmm. I love raspberries now, like and mm-hmm. all obsessively, you know. Yeah, it's like it's I joke about like, yeah, like BDSM, for example, like I've never tried it because if I don't if I don't like it, it's like a horrible night. And then if you do like it, like you have to build a dungeon in your it apartment. Depends, it depends on how you do BDSM, though. Right. You know what? Are there Valid different point. levels? There's different levels. So like you don't. But it's like. I'm I would be fully addictive to things like then even like it, like, it looks but, like fun but it does look like it looks scary fun I joked my cat would probably love it in the apartment because of like the whips and stuff she could play with it but it's like cocaine like if I if I have a bad n- night it will be horrible but if I have a good night on cocaine like then I like cocaine like that's right. it's tough yeah I don't I can never do cocaine <laughs> like we we have similar energy no I would be no. bashing my head in walls no. all the time yeah. When was the last time you experienced extreme wrath or anger? Ooh. Oh. Hmm. Let's see. Um, I think when I saw that there was a wrestling match of YouTubers against TikTokers <laughs> and Bryce Hall was fighting some guy named Austin McBroom. All of these fucking dudes. I there is the level of of rage I feel. Like go to Bryce Bryce Hall B R Y C E H A L L. Go to his TikTok or Instagram, and you tell me that isn't the worst human being on the planet. 
like Caitlin, I, i've i've been i've been trying i've been there i've tried to like i've talked to people about it i've tried to detach from the anger i did one of those jokes a lot of people are doing where like the boys these are just like the douchey kids that like when you were a 13 year old girl you like thought were cool for some reason because you were confused you know what's so crazy and funny so i grew up in la right and so all of these tiktok stars all these kids that like dance and like show their dicks it's so weird they've all come to la they all drive teslas and do you know where the hot spot in la is now where saddle ranch why i don't know but they all decided to start congregate there yes of all spots in la it is the grossest spot i I don't don't trust that i don't trust them at all and i have a theory that like all their dance moves are them like communicating with each other that we don't understand because they're not good no it's so, like, like morse code it's like some yeah. weird gen z morse code i don't know what's yes on. and yeah. then they like they like get together with the biggest tiktokers and put them in like houses and stuff and like that's how like QAnon gets started like we need to like be right we should be scared yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and like they're not like nice people i'm terrified i here's have the you thing, ever I walked think- past a group of teenagers scary scary yeah <laughs> terrifying (laughs) Terrifying. but i did one of those stupid videos where like the guys like they like do a little dance they like smirk and i like did the side thing where i'm like yeah cool and literally people watching didn't even understand the joke that i was being sarcastic and then i got even more mad about it people were like wait i don't get it like why are they good and i'm like people on the internet are really stupid (laughs) so but we say that but then i'm on the internet me too, girl. <laughs> so I don't know what that tells you. Um. Oh yeah. So Bryce. Also, his name is Bryce. If your name is Bryce, it says a lot about you. It's um, just the, these names that pop up, like Tanner, Bryce. Yeah. Uh, Jayden. not a real name. Like, whatever happened to just, Joe? Yeah. Whatever happened to Michael? <laughs> a Michael wouldn't hurt Addison Ray. <laughs> James. Robert. <laughs> William. William, <laughs> Benjamin. These are wholesome men. Right. Um, just kidding. There's never been any wholesome men. When was the last time you were a sloth or like a lazy piece of shit? Um, probably like every day. But I think <laughs> it's weird. Like this last month has been tough for me. I've been super sloppy because I've been moving. My boyfriend came out here. Mm-hmm. I've been busy with other things. And I just haven't like I would do the routine of like I get up, I shower, I get ready. I do a video or I do something else. And Good. I... I have these like bullet points that I try to hit every day. And the last month I have not done that at all. I've sort Mm -hmm. of hit a little bit of a wall. So definitely like all of April was, was a, was a sloth. And it's hard because when you feel slothy, the way to get out of it, they're like, go for a walk. And it's like doing anything is not. Yeah. From, from here to getting up, to putting on shoes, to Mm -hmm. getting the mask, to being outside. Like that's a lot. I mean, finding my mask is a three-hour thing in general. Yeah. Right. It's a lot. And then when they said you have to wear another mask, I was like, well, there's no chance I'm going to be able to find two masks at once. When was the last time you let your pride or your ego get in the way of something? This is a tough one. Uh, Probably every time I worry about numbers. Yeah. I feel like, because that's my pride. That's my ego. That's my like, oh, they don't like me. And then that that cannot be your focus, especially with comedy or performing, because that it's like everything's relative. So... Yeah, I feel I used to do that quite a bit. I'm trying really hard not to now um, because I feel like it takes away from my love of it. But uh, 
But yeah, every single time I get discouraged by internet numbers, I feel like I'm buying in really hard to my ego. And then I immediately try to like shut it off. That's awesome. It's stupid. It's really dumb. The anti-social media star. I'm just thinking of titles. (laughs) The girl who's famous on Instagram, but like doesn't want to be, is like too cool for Instagram. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Final one. When was the last time you lusted over someone besides your boyfriend? Like, do you have a celebrity crush? Adam Driver. Oh, yes. Adam Driver. Didn't even think twice. I have had in-depth – okay, I, can I tell you about the, Can I tell you about the dream I had about him? Yes. I had a dream about Adam Driver months ago, literally last year, that I still think about. So I had a dream that I was in some movie. I was acting in a movie alongside Adam Driver. We, we were in a scene together. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting in a car. And they were shooting the scene in the car. So I was like, camera here, camera here. It's like the whole, you know, car Mm -hmm. movie setup thing. And in the scene, we have to kiss. (laughs) It's like fan fiction. (laughs) We have to kiss. And then they yell cut. But in the reality of my dream, we were having a secret affair. And so he leans over to me and he goes, (laughs) he goes, do you know how hard it was to stop kissing you when they said cut? And then I woke up and that was it. And I've been living off of that for a minute as I slapped my arm. Did you watch um, him on Girls? Yes. Yeah. And so funny because everyone's like, who is this guy with this like incredible stage presence and you can't keep your eyes off of? Yeah. I think I've watched Marriage Story like four times. Yeah. And now he's just kind of he's made ugly hot the that's my bread and butter that's that's my bread and butter i mean i don't want a guy who's prettier than me no i don't find that attractive at all like i don't i mean how many guys in la yeah i mean i can't imagine the amount of models in la who are like too pretty yeah um we're like no thanks guys i don't want the attention (laughs) actually this is the final final boss of hell we have one more question you're you're doing incredible what do you do at the end of the day to cope with your hell? Like when you're in a dark place, what advice would you give on getting through it? Um, well, for me right now, it's tough because I'm grieving, you know? So it's like, like my meltdown last night, like I shut off my grief for a month. I hadn't cried. I hadn't done anything. And then yesterday I just like completely short circuited. Yeah. And I think the thing that helps me in those moments where like, I, I don't like feel embarrassed by my meltdown or like ashamed, like, Oh God, I like don't have a handle on myself is like, it's okay to feel. Yeah. And I, that's kind of my mantra because for me personally, I, I, I feel really guilty with my own feelings, mm-hmm. whether I need to cry or I'm angry or I'm sad or I'm frustrated or you know, I, then if I have a meltdown or I have an outburst or I, I, I sort of crumble a little bit, I, I spend the next amount of time, like feeling guilty for that. Yeah. But I've sort of, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to let myself, like, let yourself feel it's okay to feel 
Yeah. Don't let yourself feel them. That's where the anxiety comes in. That's, and then you physically feel bad and then it's the stress and then it's the, like your brain not computing. And then all of a sudden you're like at a loss and you don't know where you are. You know, I once heard it was someone on this pod and I forget, but they were like 50% of your life, you might be happy, but then 50% of your life, you're going to have other emotions. And like, once you accept that, that that's the human existence, then like when you're upset about something, you're not going to be like, oh no, this is me failing or like this is me being bad. It's like, this is the human existence. And yeah, you're so right. When you don't let it out, it just grows into this like bigger thing inside you. Yeah, no, sometimes you just like need to cry or yell or just be in a bad mood or like, no, I'm not going to do anything today. Yeah. You know? And that that's okay. Well, Caitlin, I feel like I'm talking to you at such an exciting, like, beginning of this journey as you've basically said okay fuck it i'll get into this social media bullshit and i'm happy that it's brought you some happiness and some excitement and that we've been able to enjoy you more and you've given yourself exposure just to make more people laugh so where can people follow you where can people watch you give me the goods um you can follow me on instagram at hi caitlin riley my name is spelled c-a-i-t-l-i-n R-E-I-L-L-Y. My name is so easy to misspell and I hate it, Um, (laughs) but it's spelled correctly. So, Mm -hmm. Um, and then TikTok is it's Caitlin. Hello. And then uh, don't find me on Twitter because I'm not funny on there. Um, (laughs) But I think, I think my Twitter handle is hi Caitlin Riley as well. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming to hell today, guys. And we will talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.